Hey, y'all. Welcome to Book Marketing Mania. I'm Kim, and I'm so thrilled you're joining me today. I'm celebrating episode 100 with you in mind, and I've asked some of my wise and generous podcasting friends to share some of their best tips with you, whether you are thinking of starting a podcast to build your audience and market your book, or you're already hosting one and you need some inspiration to do things a little bit different. Remember, it's your show. You get to do it the way you want to. Amen to that, right? And y'all know podcasting as a host or a guest is my favorite way to build an audience and market your book. So I was so happy when I reached out to some of my friends and asked them for tips. And everyone was like, yes, of course, I would love to help you celebrate 100 episodes. And of my friends you're going to hear today on the show, only one has been a guest before. So I was so happy to introduce you to some new friends that maybe you haven't heard before. So you can go check out their show as well. And the coolest thing, y'all, about interviewing podcast hosts They are natural speakers, so there was no editing. They just easily sent me their little clip, and I was able to throw it in my show and get to bless you all. And so shout out to everybody that helped me with this episode. I'm just so thankful for their time and sharing tips with you, and you're in for a treat as always, so let's get to it. First up is my friend, Billy Jouse, host of the Family Room podcast, where she shares about leaving behind what's holding us back and moving forward in our faith, family, and friends. Billy and I met years ago at the She Speaks conference, and it was so fun to get to reconnect at the conference here. There were so many first-time attendees and new podcasters there to learn at Spark about starting their own show, so I couldn't wait to ask Billy, because she's been at it for a while, what tips she would share with you, and she shared this. Hey, I'm Billy Jouse, and I am the host of the Family Room Podcast, and my tip is start where you are. You don't need all the fancy gadgets. You don't need to have everything in order. Just get a microphone or your phone, put it in front of you, and start talking to the one person that needs to hear your message. Oh, yes, the one person. They are waiting for your show to be the answer to the questions they are asking. Don't make them wait, y'all. Thanks, Billy. Be sure to check out her Family Room podcast and especially her episodes that aired last November on prepping for the holidays with difficult family members. Maybe somebody needs to hear that. Next up is my sweet friend, Melinda Patrick, host of the Bridge Between Us podcast, bridging the gap between parents, the church, and the LGBTQ community. Melinda and I met years ago at a She Speaks conference, and I just adore her, y'all. Her podcast is so good and so needed, and I've learned so much from it myself. I couldn't wait to see her in person at Spark last week and also to ask her for a tip. If you are thinking of starting a podcast that addresses important topics in today's culture, especially when it comes to our families, and here's what she shared. Hey, I'm Melinda Patrick, host of the Bridge Between Us podcast, loving your LGBTQ identified child without compromising truth. My one tip for you when you are beginning to think about and ponder a podcast that touches a hard topic, touches something that also touches your family members, I suggest that you speak to them and make sure that you're okay talking on the subject, and then also do it in a way that honors and respects them. Oh, gosh, y'all, Melinda does this in such a beautiful way. Be sure to check out her Bridge Between Us podcast. Thanks, Melinda. 
Next up are my new friends, Ruth and Tim Olson, who co-host the Mr. and Mrs. Therapy podcast. Ruth and Tim are licensed marriage and family therapists, and I met them earlier this year in a virtual podcasting mastermind. I absolutely love that God called them to start a show together so they can share mental health tips with us, and we get the blessing of hearing both sides for men and women and moms and dads. So I had to ask them for a tip. If you are considering starting a co-hosted show with your spouse or really even your BFF, here's what they shared. Hey, everyone. This is Tim and Ruth from Mr. and Mrs. Therapy Podcast. If you are considering co-hosting a show with your spouse, I would say definitely do it. Here's a couple tips. One thing I think that is important for you guys to know is that you're working as a team and you're working towards the same end goal. Sometimes you might run into disagreements about how to reach that end goal, but that you are still on the same team. Yeah, and I would say you have every opportunity to either get frustrated with each other or laugh about things because there definitely are going to be frustrations along the way as you're recording. But take that opportunity to get back on the same team and laugh as much as you can together. Thanks so much, Ruth and Tim. I'm so appreciative. Next up is my sweet friend, Tiffany Joe Baker, who I have had the pleasure of getting to meet in person at our local coffee shop. We need to do that again soon, Tiffany. Tiffany hosts the My Full Life and Faith Leaps podcast, and I loved when I worked with her to schedule one of my clients on her show as she made the process so smooth so that her guests knew exactly what she wanted to talk about the flow of the conversation, even though she leaves room for spontaneity. And she asks the most creative questions of her guests so that we, the listeners, really get to know both of them in ways we've never heard elsewhere. And here's what she shared about that. Want to eliminate all the back and forth emails? My name is Tiffany Jo Baker, and I want to share a tip. Create a simple podcast guest form in something like Google Forms or JotForm, where your guests can upload their information and assets and you can get to it easily. And guests, want to stop recreating the wheel every time you need to submit information? Keep it in one safe place, like a Trello board. So every time you need it, you can copy and paste your bio and information easily. Oh, y'all, I can't emphasize enough how valuable a guest form is. It will save you tons of time as a host receiving incoming requests and saving your info like she shared. Oh, gosh, especially those creative questions that she asked of my client. I was able to turn around and use some of those answers to create new pitch topics. So it's really cool. Just be creative, y'all, and maximize what you have. Thanks, Tiffany, for that tip. So next up is my friend, Rachel G. Scott, host of the Taking the Leap podcast, where she interviews guests about the bold leaps of faith they are taking in their personal and professional lives. I met Rachel at the Spark 22 conference, and she is such a delight, and I couldn't wait to ask her to share a tip for y'all on managing your time as a host of an interview podcast. And here's what she shared. Hey there, Rachel G. Scott here of the Taking the Lead podcast. And I want to share a quick tip with you that I've learned in podcasting. Uh, I have a guest-driven podcast. And one of the most powerful things that I learned to do early on was not to spend the whole month podcasting. But what I do instead is I take one week out of the month, I pick three to four days, 
And then I have my guest schedule on those three to four days, which tends to be about four guests a day. And what that does is that opens up the whole rest of the month for me to do everything else. But my season is all wrapped up in those three to four days. So I want to encourage you to maximize your time by minimizing your availability with podcasting. Thanks, Rachel. I'm actually putting that tip into practice. And it's so helpful to batch record interviews. And then you have more time to spend on marketing your podcast or working on other things in your business or ministry like, hello, write a book. Watch for Rachel's book coming out in March with Moody Publishers. Thanks again, Rachel. Next up is my friend, Eric Nevins, founder of the Christian Podcasters Association and host of two interview podcasts. First, Halfway There, a podcast where he interviews fellow Christians about their journeys with God. And second, the Christian Podcaster Podcast. I was so happy last summer to get to meet Eric and his wife at the Podcast Movement Conference here in Dallas. And Eric, we still got to get our barbecue date on the calendar next time we're in the same city. So I asked Eric if he had a tip for you if you're thinking of starting an interview podcast, and here's what he shared. Hey, Kim, congratulations on 100 episodes. A quick tip for an interview podcast. You want to know what kind of information that you want to get. So I have a plan for every episode that I do. On one show, it's completely the same because I want the same kinds of information, but the stories will be different. On another one, I plan meticulously. I have questions that I put together and give to the guests to make sure that they are well-prepared. It doesn't really matter that you prepare it in a way that makes sense for you. That's probably the best advice. Follow curiosity and do the thing. But the most important thing you can do is get started. Don't delay. If you want to start an interview podcast, you dreamed about it, you should do it. Amen to that, y'all. Thanks, Eric. Next up is my friend Letitia Evans, host of the Rooted and Overflowing podcast, where she interviews guests about their walk with Jesus. I love Letitia's show and wanted to ask her for a tip for interviewing authors, especially around their book release date. And she shared this. Hi, I'm Letitia Evans the host of Rooted and Overflowing. The podcast tip that I would like to pass on is to include at least one unique question when doing an interview, particularly with an author. It's important to keep in mind that yours is probably not the only podcast interview that an author is going to record. Every author is close to their work and can typically only know the story they're telling or the information they're sharing from their perspective. Unique questions can give authors a glimpse of how their book is being experienced and how it's helping people in ways they could not imagine. Kim, congratulations on 100 episodes. Y'all, we could do a whole episode on this genius tip from Letitia. Champion your listeners and think of unique questions that will benefit them. If you receive sample questions in a press kit from a publisher, look for the less obvious ones or think of how you can personalize questions specifically for your own unique audience. Great tip. Thanks, Letitia. Next up is my friend Nadine Mullings, host of the Women, Faith, and Business podcast, where she showcases the stories of women of faith and business who are not only using their businesses to make a difference in the world, but using their business platforms to glorify God. 
And y'all might remember Nadine is my guest on episode 11, where she shared the best marketing system for your book, because so many of you reached out to me to say what a great episode it was. And I love how Nadine records in seasons on her show, and I couldn't wait to ask her for a tip. And here's what she shared. Happy 100th episode, Kim. Here's a tip for podcast hosts. If you don't want to be burnt out or overwhelmed for consistently creating content for your podcast, try creating your podcast in seasons. Pick a theme and then do 10, 12, 15 episodes, and then you can rest and come back for another season. Think about doing seasons for your podcast creation. Be sure to check out Nadine's show. I love how she airs an intro episode highlighting what we'll learn in each season from her and her guest. And she airs a wrap-up episode with popular takeaways from each guest. And you might check out season three, episode 10 on following God's calling with yours truly. Thanks, Nadine. Next up is my new friend, Sarah St. John, host of Frugalpreneur, where she shares about building a business on a bootstrap budget. Ooh, I bet all of us can relate to that. It was such a joy to meet a fellow Dallas girl in person at the Spark Conference after we connected virtually through Podmatch. I love how your own podcast can be in any format, any duration, any frequency you want, and you can change it to meet your listeners' needs. Sarah does that so well, so I couldn't wait to ask her for a tip in case you are thinking about making some changes for your listeners. Hey, my name is Sarah St. John. My podcast is Frugalpreneur. My tip is to release shorter episodes. I have found that by doing this, you get more downloads and the average consumption rate is higher, which at least for Apple Podcasts is one of the things they look at for your ranking. So shorter episodes. Yes. As a girl that listens to a bajillion podcast, I love shorter episodes. so I can consume more in less time. Thanks, Sarah. Up next is my new friend, Raina Nisi's host of A Season of Caring podcast that I met at the Spark Conference. And Raina's show encourages caregivers to spend the season with no regrets, living content and loving well. Oh, gosh, I know my heart needs this show as a special needs mom, and I wish I had it back when I was also caring for my mother-in-law and grandmother-in-law. Raina was so generous to share a tip right after we introduced ourselves to each other. I made the ask, and here's what she had to say. It's Raina Nisus with The Season of Caring, and I would say don't be married to your format. When I first started, I had a co-host, an interview one week, and then a co-host and I would kind of recap. I've also tried an interview and a solo podcast, but I found that the interview with the right people made all the difference. And so don't be married to your format. Thanks, Raina. I can't wait to connect soon. Next up is my friend Kent Sanders, host of The Daily Writer Show, which is a daily podcast. Yes, Kent releases episodes seven days a week. Some are super short, yet packed with a punch of goodness you can take action on right away. And others are longer interviews like the one I guested on to talk about podcast pitching. And I'll be sure to link that in the show notes, along with my show, episode number 37, where Kent was my guest to talk about being generous to fellow authors and podcasters. And speaking of being generous, I couldn't wait for Kent to share a quick tip with you if you're thinking of hosting a daily podcast too. Hi, this is Kent Sanders, host of the Daily Writer Podcast, soon to be called the Profitable Writer Podcast. 
If you're considering starting a daily show, I recommend that you write and record your podcast in batches. Every other Thursday, I take a few hours to write and record episodes for the next two weeks. It takes a lot less time to create the show in batches than it does working on it every single day. So give this tip a try, and I think you're going to find it's much easier to stick with a daily show over the long haul. Thanks, Kent. You're the best. And I'm so thrilled to hear about the new name coming and what's in store for your podcast. Next up is my friend, Michelle Grosser, host of the Calm Mom podcast, where she guides ambitious women through anxiety, overwhelm, and burnout. Anybody else here for that? (laughs) Michelle and I met virtually in the same podcasting mastermind, and we're in a small group together with Ruth and Tim that y'all heard before, and with Lissa Figgins of her, and with Lissa Figgins of Redeem Her Time podcast, who you heard as a guest on episode 74. And I wanted to ask Michelle for a tip for you. If you are working full time and waiting for the right time to start your show, here's what she shared. Hi, my name is Michelle Grosser. I am the host of the Call Mom podcast, and I started the podcast while practicing as a full-time attorney. My best advice for those of you wanting to start a podcast while you're still working in your career is to allow yourself to do it messy. Just get started. Take that first step. Everything doesn't have to be perfect. Don't overthink it. Don't overedit it. Just get started. That's such great advice. Thank you so much, Michelle. Then next up is my sweet friend, Monica Swanson, host of the Monica Swanson Show, formerly known as the Boy Mom Show, where she shares encouragement for raising amazing kids and building strong families. I haven't yet met Monica in person and visiting Hawaii is definitely back on my bucket list. So I hope I get to hug her neck one day. One of the things I absolutely love about Monica's show is that she has interviewed her four boys on there multiple times. Yes, y'all, four boys. (laughs) I can't even handle the two I've got. So I couldn't wait to ask her for tips. If you are thinking of interviewing your own children on your show, and she shared this. Congratulations, Kim. Happy 100th episode. And I'm here to share a few thoughts on interviewing your own kids on your podcast, which I have had so much fun doing. I say just turn on the microphones, tell your kids you're just going to chat. Consider it practice. Start having a conversation. Everyone's a little nervous at the beginning, but pretty soon you'll all relax and have a great conversation, which is usually good enough to share. For the younger kids, a little bribery, a little reward promised at the end is helpful too. Go for it, though. Have fun with it. Next up is my friend, Jamie Elizabeth, host of the She Speaks Life podcast, where she interviews women about their stories of faith. I was so happy to finally meet my fellow Texas girl, Jamie, last week at the Spark Conference and shout out to her hubby who knew right away how to aim the camera for the best angle of this old gal. I asked Jamie to share a tip for you if you are guesting on podcast and she shared this. Hi there, this is Jamie Elizabeth, host of She Speaks Life podcast, and my small tip for podcast guests is before answering a question, start by saying, good question, and then roll into your response. I love how it makes the podcast host feel, and the listener automatically wants to engage even more because he or she is waiting for that great response from just the guest saying, good question. I love this tip so much. I need to remember to do it myself as I think it would also give me time to prep my answer in my head. Thanks, Jamie, for reminding us to think of how we are serving both the host and the listeners well. 
Next up is my new friend, Jessica Spurlock, host of the Stained Glass Podcast, where you can discover how the broken pieces of your story can reveal God's glory. Wow, can I just first say what an incredible mission and so unique. I recently discovered Jessica's show when I saw my friend Sarah Frazier share that she was interviewed on there. And I couldn't wait to ask Jessica for a tip for you if you were pitching to guest on podcast. And here's what Jessica shared. Hey there, this is Jessica Spurlock with the Stained Glass Podcast. And my biggest piece of advice for podcast guests would be to actually listen to several episodes of that podcast and specifically tell the host what resonated with you from a particular episode. Then you can explain your insights and how they'll resonate with their audience and provide you both benefit. It'll let the host know that they're just not a copy and paste pitch. Congrats on 100 episodes, Kim. Oh, y'all, Jessica is speaking my love language with this tip. Be sure to check out her Stained Glass podcast as she interviews fascinating guests and shares solo episodes, too. Thanks, Jessica. Oh, y'all, I really, truly appreciate you listening to the show and reaching out to me to let me know which episodes are helpful to you, uh, which episodes you're able to take action on. And I hope that these tips shared from my friends to help me celebrate episode 100 are meaningful to you. I'd love to hear from you if they are. So thanks for tuning in and celebrating with me today. And as always, I'll be there for you next time to help you build your audience and market your book one podcast at a time. See you then.